the future. A relentless, desperate wasteland ravaged by nuclear war. With the destruction of the internet and search engines such as Google, accurate information about the past is traded like currency. Two brave travelers are commissioned with the dangerous task of going back through time to gather as much information as they can to find out about the late 20th and early 21st centuries in hopes that a future society may rebuild what was lost and avoid the horror of a smoldering radioactive planet. But there is a catch. The travelers journey back across eons of time is a one-way trip, leaving them stranded in the past. Wait, what? There's no way to communicate their findings to the future other than burying reinforced time capsules in the ground. In the hopes that one day recordings such as these will be unearthed to provide a glimpse of the world that once was. This is the mission of the crispy coated robots. And it must succeed. Hey, it's Jim. And it shows off. Oh, Lord. Uh, well, I, I'm not sure now. I didn't. I, <laughs> Nebular I didn't can sing. It's Nebular I, I musical. Yeah, <laughs> Nebular, Nebular. Uh, yeah, this is George, and welcome. I think to Crispy Coated Robots, the musical. No, uh, Crispy Coated Robots, episode 102. And today we are going to talk about the greatest vocal intros. Thank so you very I, much. Thank I, you I, I very guess, much. Wouldn't it have been? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if it was like about cabbage? If you switch the topic on, I'm like right after that. (laughs) Well, well, we were going to do greatest vocal intros of all time, but now we're doing uh, hot rods. Uh, But our our second topic is um, best aquarium life. Mm. Uh, So this and and to clarify, we're not talking about those mega uh, aquariums, you know, that should pay money to go see. This is like an aquarium. In somebody's house. And kids, if you're having to pay money to go see an aquarium in somebody's house, you're being ripped off. We're just telling you now, don't do not do it, no matter what they say, uh, because it's you, you don't have to do that. All right. So, uh, how do y'all want to roll this, guys? Do y'all, mm. y'all want to start with aquarium stuff? Oh, and bonus points, if your greatest vocal intro it has something to do with an aquarium. Uh, like yeah, I was trying to think of something from Stevie Wonder's uh, music aquarium. Uh, well, what, what about uh, <laughs> with uh, this is the dawning of the age of aquarium? Oh, geez, Aquarius? Is that no, no. Okay. okay. All right. Unacceptable. Does Aqualung have something like a <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a park bench? <laughs> all right. So let's start off with, uh, let's go ahead and go with the uh, greatest vocal intros of all time. Uh, all right. Joseph, what is your number five? Number five coming in from 1971, the Yes album. Yes, I've seen all good people. Uh, this is this is this is a George's good one. Number one. Is um, it? Are it, you in it? I, I, this would have been my number six. This is on my honorable oh, wow. mention. Oh, and I wow. was yes. I was <laughs> so yes. torn. I was so torn. John Anderson hates me now, even more than he did before. Uh, but uh, oh yeah, this is so good, Joseph. I'm really, so jo- pleased. Really, George? After all the, the I cannot believe this. I thought yes, I was putting it in. I, I know. T- wow. Every time I attack, yes, he goes on the defensive. You know, like they have like 
17 minute songs called you know the trees and the floop de loops or whatever <laughs> yeah. you're, you're an bad. idiot he gets you're all bad idiot. and defensive and now he's not even honest i don't i don't I have mean, to defend these guys you're like, an idiot you're an idiot <laughs> not very nice I, no I, i'm just I I'm stating a fact you know? okay i'm not going to talk Loop-de-loop. about the song because obviously this is very controversial here i'm just saying it's a great song you hear it they come in there, they're doing acapella, which all my songs do, but this one is like, you know exactly what song it is. Yeah. So good that they put it on several different albums. Uh, so there you go. Uh, originally, <laughs> they were going to call it Seen All Dumb People, and they were talking about Jim. That's true. Uh, but then they, they changed <laughs> no. it. It's wow, man. Lightning that's, that's rod cool. on this one. You know what? <laughs> no I'm going to take the higher road, and I'm just going to say, I've seen all good people turn their heads each day so satisfied I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm going to say okay, it again. Yeah. I've seen it twice, all good yeah. people turn their heads each day so satisfied I'm on my way. Now I'm going to get out a 12-string and start playing. <laughs> <laughs> Take a strong and stronger course <laughs> to the corner of your... Let's just sing the whole song. Let's just do it. It's great. Make the queen run fast with the floop-de-loops in the trees and the forest. <laughs> I'm going to come across this table and punch you in the head. <laughs> You won't be see you'll be seeing stars, buddy. You know. <laughs> so what's your number five, George? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just gonna launch it here. It is Bohemian Rhapsody. Whoa. We talked about this in episode 57, uh, where we talked about song used in a comedy, but this is Queen's first top 10 hit in the US. Uh, it's from their 1975 album. So about the same time uh, we're talking about here uh, with the Yes album there, uh, but uh, from their album, A Night at the Opera. And um, what if, if you can't go off of that Bohemian Rhapsody movie, uh, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot. If you Whoa, know anything hey, about try this here, try a third. Okay. Play this here. All right. We got a song. Yay. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fantasy happening in that, but, (laughs) and I enjoy the movie, but it is not factual at all. You know? Okay. So this, Uh, this is my number one, This is my number one. So it's, it's going in the canister. It's going in the canister. What I was going to say is when they were done recording, there were 180 tracks that had to be, that were layered together that had to be down kind of bounced down into sub mixes. And that's where you get this just amazing, amazing uh, sound uh, with these, these vocals It's uh, just, it's beautiful. Um, but uh, featured in Wayne's world, uh, 1992 made a comeback, got on the charts again uh, back in, in the early nineties because of that movie and that little scene where they're, you know, do, gyrating their heads, you know, to the music and everything, head banging, I guess. But uh, Joseph, what else is there to say about this? I just have track? a couple of questions for you. Is this a real life? <laughs> is this well, just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. There you go. That's all that you need to know other than open you're right. your I mean, eyes. Look up to this. We can just sing. All I'm telling you. I'm ta- no, this, the reason why I put this as number one is because when we talk about intros, boy, I mean, this is the crazy thing about this song. You started mentioning it. It charted three different decades. I mean, yes. that's what's so amazing. This is the song that will not be forgotten. You know, it just keeps on being resurrected in one form or the other. Everyone loves it. Wayne's World sort of made fun of it. Uh, you know, but everyone's just grown to really love it. So there you go. And, and right. the the thing of this song, 
it should not work. If you look at it on paper, the song has no chorus, doesn't really have a verse. Uh, so it, it, it is a non, it's a very linear song. It, it is a very non pop song uh, for it to have the success it has. And, um, you know, originally they didn't, the, the record producers uh, or, and radio stations, they were like, ah, what you're, this is opera. And it really is uh, very operatic. And you're singing these words that don't make any sense. And there's no court, but um, it, it defies it's to me. It's like one of those songs like Led Zeppelin's um, stairway to heaven, where what is the chorus of stairway to heaven? There's not one, but it, as the song progresses and morphs and changes, it takes you on a musical journey. So the musical journey of Bohemian Rhapsody. This is an honorable mention for me, but my number five goes a little something like this. Well, we know where we're going. Oh, but we don't it's number six for me. So, And we know that. what we know, but we can't say what we see. Yes, it's Road to Nowhere by Talking Heads and Joseph. Oh, yes. Joseph. Uh, just Joseph. Joseph and Joseph. <laughs> yes. My, my new know. name. He's, he's twin. He's twin. And also, they both know that I was a huge fan of... Joseph and I yes. went to Rome together. I was a huge fan of Speaking in Tongues. And this was the album before that I listened to the, the tape over and over again on the plane trip there. But I was no one was more excited than me to see little creatures come out in 1985. Yes. So good. Yes. So good. Now, when I see the video, I'm like, whoa, it's kind of like a super change. You have this kind of choral thing at the beginning. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And the video. Well, you know why he did that, though? It's because uh, I'm sorry. No, just uh, I was watching a documentary on him and he was talking about it. And the reason why he, that wasn't when he originally made the song, he realized he was only using two chords in the song. And yes. was sort of embarrassed by the simplicity of it. <laughs> and so he was like, I gotta, I gotta add something else to make it like more than what it is. So uh, he came up with that party. It's brilliant. It's he, he calls it the white people's choir. Yes. Intro. <laughs> yeah, and this is, this is number three on my list. So this is a three-way wow. uh, submission. Well, Joseph said number six, so it didn't make it, but it's, and, uh, right. It's, yeah, it's, it's my number six. I, oh, I took it okay. off. For, it was my number three. I had to take it off. And now so I'm a little worried about your, taking it seeing off. All good, all good people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> See, it all, it all works out. Uh, so, yeah, th this was their uh, sixth highest uh, charting single in the UK um, for, for this band. And um, it, it's the last song on Little Creatures, like Jim said, their 1985 album. Uh, we actually have a radio show where Jim and I uh, talk about that album. So be sure to check that out. Um, but it's this, this deliberate and deceptively upbeat tune about, you know, facing a hopeless and abysmal future. I mean, right. You know, right. And, um, but it is so, so great. And, uh, most recently, uh, David Byrne on his, um, um, his utopia, yeah. uh, would end his, his shows, his, his, uh, Broadway show, uh, utopia, uh, performed with a different group 
uh, would do this. But uh, this was uh, well, the way they did it, George, was amazing. You know, he goes around. He actually went into the crowd, at least in the movie version. Yes. They did they right. went into the crowd yeah. and walked around and did the whole thing. So basically, everybody was kind of like watching them go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Great tune. Great good tune. number fives as we move yeah, out. Fantastic. Controversial thing. Best <laughs> life in aquarium. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I hope we have some salt water. <laughs> oh, don't get me started what, on salt water. What's your number five? Oh, I have my, all five of mine are salt water. What's your number five? Oh, man. I just changed mine to salt water. Do, 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 <laughs> do you guys own a salt, a salt water? Let me tell you right now. I mean, basically, anyone that owns a salt water tank also has like a little mini brewery in their garage because it takes up that much time and effort. It's too much. So I said wait, no salt so, water for me. It's so wait, like, is that a requirement that if you have a saltwater tank, you have I had to had a roommate that it takes a lot of work for salt water. They're beautiful fish, but you know what? Mother nature does not want you to have the ocean in your house because there's way <laughs> too much work involved there. Tom, so my did you hear that? <laughs> so that's the tagline for the show. Mother nature doesn't want Mother Nature doesn't want you to have the ocean. In, what did you? The ocean in your house, right? Yeah, the, the ocean, ocean in your home. That's right. <laughs> That's the tagline for this show, folks. <laughs> so my number five is a non-fish. Uh, it is a hamster. That's right. Oh. I put it in a hamster because uh, you can have a hamster cage, but really uh, they make a lot of mess. Uh, because you have like their little bedding and stuff like that. If you put them in a cage, it's awful. Aquarium's much better, much easier. Enhancers are just so cute. And the best part about them is life expectancy is about two and a half years. So there's not a long commitment with this pet. They're very cute. You can pull them out. You can pet them. Uh, but this is the education point of this show. Uh, you shouldn't have more than one of them because they're really sort of like uh, – stay at home i mean stay alone type pets so if you do get like multiple hamsters and all that chances are uh they won't like each other even if they're siblings they they, they won't like each other so if you're going to get a hamster keep it down to one all right <laughs> george do you have a hamster too or is it something that's uh thin? no but i will say this is a twist uh yes, it's very, very as very big as uh the twist of jim his favorite magazine being TV guide so many episodes that, that ago. True. This is, this is on that <laughs> level. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm blown away. I, I appreciate that. It's not a fish um, or, or aquatic life. Uh, but uh, yes, well done, sir. Well done. Uh, hey, now do, do we, do we want to say anything? Uh, are we going to restrain ourselves from any jokes? Um, you know, Oh, oh uh, well, my 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 salt water experience with no, my roommate. No, no. I, I was thinking. Uh, oh, the R Richard Gear jokes. Or that's a gerbil. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Never Gerber. mind. I had to take the show there. A a education moment. The term is felching. Oh, there right. you go. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you you number? can believe me out on that. <laughs> oh. George, what is your number five? Uh, my best filching is <laughs> no, no, no! Don't say that. <laughs> I might have to click the button where it says explicit on this show. And I don't want to <laughs> All right, so mine. Uh, I'll bring it back around. 
mollies. Uh, these are small, easygoing fish. This is my number four. Uh, We're getting high on mollies oh, on the show now. First that's right. Black mollies. Just crazy. Black mo- yeah. Now, you're okay to talk about that. But when we talk about other recreational activities, <laughs> you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm talking about no, molly fish. I was just playing off that. No, no fun for you or for. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm just I'm saying that, that that's that's it's different than having a molly fish sticking something up your uh, ear, uh, rear end. <laughs> Why are we going with the show? Yeah, so, George, <laughs> uh, tell us about the molly so, fish. Well, they, they're little little guys. They only grow to about three or four inches, and they eat plants and, and other animals. Um, one, one point of interest, though, is unlike a lot of, well, probably all other fish, uh, these fish actually give birth. Uh, so they don't just lay eggs and, and do that. Um, and speaking of breeding, mollies love to spawn. Okay. Uh, so it's best to keep them to one gender in the tank, or you're going to have a tank filled up with, uh, with little mollies. So, uh, but mollies and it makes the canister because yes, it what, what do you have to say about it I, other than. I mean, that's you, Molly, you pretty much Molly Hatchet. because you might have you might have my number five on your list. So my number five are guppies, uh, which yeah. are, you know, which are easy to take care of fish and they they breed as well. Uh, actually, I just was reading about this. I didn't know about this, that the uh, <laughs> that the uh, female guppy can store sperm. So interesting. Uh, there you go. There's a fact. And once again, I don't like the way about, this show is going. I'm sorry right now. We can't talk about gerbils or hamsters, but yes, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. So I'll, and I'll keep it clean, but uh, basically this is an easy, uh, we're way past fish, that. Like the, like the mollies and uh, easy to feed. I mean, it goes with the regular pellet stuff that you get in the pet store. And if you've ever been like in a, you know, taking a, a swimming class when you're really young, it's always that's the, right. It's always the smallest group. Guppies over here. Oh. <laughs> so I was, guppies. I was wondering where you were headed with. Yeah, the guppies. Uh, <laughs> where are you? I, I remember at the woodland woodland. Uh, you know, back in when I was like three or four, being a guppy. Uh, uh, you know, never got past the stage, but but I was <laughs> in the swim class. So that's <laughs> a bit of sentimental I'm value not, for the guppies. I'm not a strong swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Nice. Let's uh, move back over now to the. Greatest vocal intros. Joseph, what's your number four? Also from 1976, the album is Left Overture. Oh, that's my number one. Carry on, Wayward Son. My by number Kansas. one, too. My number one, too. You can't. Wow. Okay. It. Well, there you go. Oh. Uh, then, then this was, uh, I'm just going to say this part and then let you guys take it over. Uh, basically, Kansas had four albums out. You know, uh, the writing, songwriting duties was split between Steve Walsh and Carrie Livgren. Uh, and basically, Steve Walsh leaves. Uh, they're getting ready for their next album. And Carrie Livgren has nothing. He has absolutely nothing. Uh, and so he's like trying to figure out what he's going to do. And he introduces this song. They think it's sort of a throwaway. It lasts six minutes long. And then they get a call from their manager and they're like, you would never believe we have a hit. 
So there you go, guys. Don Kirshner. Don Kirshner spent a lot of time, you know, with Kansas. There was a lot of albums that did not make it with Kansas. <laughs> but this song, this song, Carry On Thy Wayward Son, as I told the band, you have five hooks in one. The first one is Carry On Thy Wayward Son. The second one is Do 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 Do. The third one is, uh, but you know, really, that's what Don Kirshner told him. If you watch the Miracle, no, of- no, continue, yeah, continue with it. If you watch the Miracles Out of Nowhere documentary, he's like, you got like five. Five hooks in one song. You got five, uh, you know, parts. Because he, I mean, Kansas was one of those. If Kansas was came out today, they would have been dropped after the first album. Oh, because, easily, I mean, easily. So, I mean, but the, the 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 patience of the the people that you know, and it really paid off because Left Overture was the one that just blew it up for him. And then this song too, just amazing. And then of course, dust in the wind, which we all know is a finger picking pattern. He was practicing and came up with it. Yeah. I was training, but yeah, I think he's right though. There's like, there's like so many good parts to it. It just, you know, it sounds like different songs. Yeah. This, uh, and, and this is considered kind of the unofficial theme song of the TV uh, show supernatural, but, um, yeah, it, it's crazy because I, I would say this is probably their biggest hit. I know it was their first major hit. Yeah. Uh, and D- Dust in the Wind would be a close second, but uh, it it was a last minute addition to the album. They didn't have it. And it was really more of a jam. And when you listen to it, it for as long as it is, much of it is just a jam over those, those riffs. So carry on my wayward son. That's funny that it, uh, what number was this for you, Joseph? Number this four? is number four. Yeah. Yeah. Number one for me and number what for you, Jim? It's number one also for me, too. Yeah. So there you Very go. Good. Nice. Very nice. Very so I want to talk about a band for my number four, little band from Australia. Okay. Oh, wow. He's going okay. there. You, well, what am I going to say, Jim? Let's sing it together. Three, two, one. Have you, Have you heard, heard about, about the loans? loans? Okay, that's awful. That's <laughs> oh. Well, Little River, no. <laughs> Little River Band, uh, The Lonesome Loser. And this was off their 1979 album, First Under the Wire. And uh, have you heard about The Lonesome Loser? Uh, Beaten no. by the Queen of Hearts every time. Every have you time. heard about The Lonesome Loser? He's a loser, but he still keeps on trying. And how many people uh, are singing that part, George? Like, is it like five? It sounds like. I mean, it's a big full piece. I mean, that first part. It must be three or four. It's just one guy. It's just one guy. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> he's a ventriloquist though. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, no, it's it's the full band um, doing that, and uh, just a, a great. It was. You know, what's crazy, Jim, is it was a, a huge hit in America. Oh but yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was kind of lukewarm in the band's native Australia. So apparently they had heard about him and they didn't like the lonesome loser. I don't know what the story is, but uh yeah, they're like I have a negative yeah. song, you know, loser songs. I mean, the Beatles didn't I'm a loser and I mean, yeah. They uh that that's funny you mentioned that because that was actually something they were concerned about is that it was a negative uh, you know, who wants to sing about that? Who wants to hear about that? Uh, but it is such a great, great song. And so, they, uh, literal band is reminiscing too, right? Yeah. 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 So they're coming off of that, which is a romantic type song into like this loser. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's why Australia didn't like it. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. All right. So my number four is a very short vocal intro. It doesn't have the chorus ability of 
Road to Nowhere, A Lonesome Loser, but it's only really one line that starts off the song, and it's so powerful, and it sets the tune. Uh, it's Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers, who starts off the song with his acapella, and then the music kicks in. Yeah, but I it, know. I know. What? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. That was good, George. Good, good, good job, I George. like that. But, uh, I know. I know. <laughs> but this one here, of course... Uh, amazing, especially with the use of strings later in the song. But Bill Withers is such a great singer to start it off just straight up with him singing, Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Of course, I can't do it as well as Bill, but uh, it sets the tone for the entire song. And uh, I think it's haunting, haunting, haunting. That, and then yeah. strings and everything kicks in and just a great voice. So, Ain't No yeah. Sunshine is my number four. Uh, I just love the fact that I got. Like four I knows before Jim realized before I figured it out what was I going on. Why it's one of my favorites. <laughs> now, if you would say if, it, if I did that, you'd be like, "You're an idiot, man. You're just dumb." <laughs> well, no, to be clear, you're an idiot even when I do it. Wow. So, yeah, where where is the hostility coming from? I don't know. That's all I'm asking. From. I didn't do anything this guy. <laughs> wow. All I said was, "Yes, head sings about forests." And got all mad. <laughs> it's not bad to sing about forests. Smokey Bear loves forests. You know, <laughs> in the trees. All right, so let's move on now. Oh, my number four fish. Yeah, it's a fish. It is actually, a fish. It's right. a, it is a fish. My number four for uh, aqua aquarium type uh, pets uh, would be the uh, beta fish. Uh, the beta fish. Uh, this is this is a really popular fish. Also oh, known my, as this the, is my number three, Joseph. I, I oh, thought it was. Oh. I thought it was beta fish. This is because I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's a Jersey type pronunciation. It's a beta fish. It's a, it's a beta fish? fish. We got a beta fish for you. It's better. Mo, mo beta fish. Better than all the fishes. <laughs> yeah, this just create a new species. This, this is my number two. They're also known as the Siamese fighting fish. That's right. And this yep. is the thing. Uh, so personal note on this one. Uh, we begged just like every kid did in the 70s to have an aquarium. And so we saved up our money. And we bought like this 20 gallon fish tank. And we put all these neat fish in there and we put in some beta fish and oh, they yeah. killed all the other fish within oh, yeah. three days. Yes. Uh, lesson learned, kids. These are very fish aggressive. Fish. <laughs> this is a very aggressive fish. They're pretty. Uh, it's sort of nature's way of saying pretty things are dangerous because yes. they do. They will kill everything here. So yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, for this to work, un unless you just want to see that takedown, uh, <laughs> which is kind of fun in its own way. Uh you get you need a large tank uh because yep. they are so territorial uh beautiful uh but so aggressive uh, especially the males which is no surprise there but uh very diverse colors um but if you you got to have a big tank for this to work or they were just they're like the terminator of fish you know the, yeah, they are going kill them all uh but yeah that, <laughs> that's my number two Okay, so it makes it in. All three of us agree. It's yeah. a beta fish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it, it makes I'm it in you, as beta. other fishes out there. This one is the beta fish. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. All right, and then, so what's your number four, George? Oh, you already did it already, didn't you? Uh, no, uh, this is actually different from a fish. 
This is uh, what they call a weather loach. This is a scavenger that are the bottom feeders, and they kind of look like a snake. They have a long snake body and little whiskers, uh, like a uh, similar to a catfish. Um, and when my family had an aquarium, I liked watching this little thing just kind of breathe on the side of the glass because all the other fish are swimming around, but you could really study this guy. They're pretty friendly. Um, and, but they scavenge for debris and algae at the bottom of the aquarium in, uh, in gravel. And, you know, I think if I were a, uh, a, a sea creature, aquarium creature, that would probably be me just sitting there <laughs> at the bottom, hanging out, you know, hanging out. Are the, are uh, the who fish? are we kidding? I'm a I'm a better fish. I would go after Jim. <laughs> I would, nah, I'm the better fish, buddy. <laughs> I would take care of that. Um, so my number four was Molly. So we're we're good with the number four fishes and you know fish. So let's go ahead and move on back. Let's go to like the greatest vocal intros, and we'll take an intermission after that. What is your number three, Joseph? Hey, now remember, guys. This this replaced Road to Nowhere because I had Road no, to Nowhere as number three and got knocked out because of this one. And the only reason why I did this is because I feel like there would be a lot of women out there that had like really major bangs in the eighties uh, oh. that would hate us. Uh, shot through the heart. Yes, and you're to blame, oh, darling. Yes. You give love a bad Wait, name. Yes, that's right. No, do, road, road nowhere. Oh. You give love a bad name. Slippery when wet. 1986. I know, Jim. I know you weren't going. I, I knew <laughs> you're not going to forgive me on this one. But I feel like, man, if there is ever an intro of intros, oh, yeah. this is yeah. one that just sets sets the roof off, so to speak. You know, on it. And the funny thing about it is, is that. Uh, you Give Love a Bad Name was originally written for Bonnie Tyler under the title, If You Were a Woman and I Was a Man. Wow. It had different lyrics and all that, but it, like he came you out there. A woman and, and I was a man. That's, <laughs> That's exactly how. Yeah. Desmond Child <laughs> rewrote the song with John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora in it. And so now you have what you have. But yep, there you go. Enough said. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, this is on my honorable mention. Uh, yeah, you can't ignore this song. Whether you like the band, whether you like this song, that intro, the second you hear it, it is just, ah, you, now, you stop and you have to listen to the, at least that part. Now, this is where like John Bon Jovi messes with people because they actually have a song called Shot Through the Heart. <laughs> and so people, when they hear the song, they think you give love a bad name is actually a shot through the heart. So it's very confusing. That's the way they could sell more albums. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you think you're buying the other song, you know. <laughs> George, what is your number three? Uh, Road to Nowhere. Ah. There's a city in my mind. Uh, and come, come on inside. Uh, we'll take that ride or whatever the lyric is. I don't even know. Uh, but Road to Nowhere. All right. <laughs> My number three, the artist actually heard the original version on an airplane on the in-flight audio program and said, hey, I should do that song. So Roberta Flack started doing it live, uh, Killing Me Softly with his song, uh, opened for Marvin Gaye. And she apparently did the song as an encore song and the crowd went crazy. And Marvin Gaye walked up to her and said, don't do that again unless you, re you record it. So records it, of course, the, the nice uh, vocal intro with Killing Me Softly. She pretty much sings the whole chorus at the beginning before the music comes in. Uh, this song, of course, was in the, you know, 
uh, on the 500 greatest songs of all time. I think it's when one of my five greatest vocal intros of all time, of course, covered by the Fugees who pretty much did besides the hip hop beats did pretty much the same thing with it. But uh, Roberta Flax version one time. Yeah. Two time. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they count. That, that's the, they, 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 they use hip hop beats, but I'm going with the original. It has the uh, vocal intro killing me softly from Roberta. This Black. is a great, nice. great song. Now, do you know who the song is about? Who I do not know. The, that. Joseph, I, I have uh, the answer. I know who it is. I, I don't know. I'm stumped. It's, it's going to blow you away. Do y'all want to know the answer, or do we want to postpone that until after the intermission? No, go we, ahead. We want to know. This is the truth. Don McLean. American right. Pie, Don McLean. Really? You're correct, because yep. that Lieberman lady who did it first had some sort of... She hmm. went and saw him live mm-hmm. and said she was just spellbound. Uh, and I... I have to think maybe he wasn't playing American play. Maybe he was maybe pa- Vincent, playing possibly, or I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Vincent, you know, uh, but yeah, Don <laughs> McLean, you know, sorry, sorry, if, night. if you're sorry, yeah, that would be even better. But uh, it's like, Roll my Chevy to the levee, but the levee. I don't see how that just dismantles a person. Killed, but, killed uh, her softly with that song. Yep, yep. But uh, killed her with that Chevy. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Don McLean. Uh, this this is an excellent thing though. But you're right. She just lets the the music just hang there on the air, takes her time with it, and then finally the music comes in. It is yes. it is such a soulful uh, moment. So nice. There you go. Nicely done. All right, so we are now up to intermission. So I believe it's time to lock intermission. All right, lots of intermissions in there today. We hopefully got some. We got some submissions from crispycoderobots at gmail.com because I've seen a lot of folks in there. Let's see here. All right, we got uh, waterfall sounds today. So nice. Maybe something to submit to the home office, uh, George and Joseph. Uh, best waterfall scene in a movie. There you go. Oh, wow. Or best waterfall song, you know, TLC or Paul McCartney. But best waterfall scene in a movie. Can you do, uh, do the oh, whole no. uh, fugitive, oh, jo- right? Joseph is asleep. Joseph passed so. out, yeah. 
or even Superman too. You know, when they're at the they're at Niagara. No, Park. the fu- the fugitive, the fugitive. Yeah, so that's the first oh, one I mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. You know, the whole big switch. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> guilty. I don't oh. care. Yeah. Yeah. Nebula fell asleep in the water. Man, that okay? was that was very relaxing. That was <laughs> super relaxing, guys. Super yeah, relaxing. That, is that why there's a puddle by your pants <laughs> leg there? <laughs> <laughs> Got a little too excited. Uh, number three, best life in aquarium. Uh, Joseph is what for you? It's not only good about selling insurance, but it's good to keep in an aquarium. The Geico lizard, uh, really? like these little critters. Yeah, they're very cute. Uh, and you can keep them in an aquarium tank. And so that's why I use them. And the best part about them is they only live to three years. So again, not a long commitment. So there you go. <laughs> nice. I, wow. I like his criteria of a pet. <laughs> I don't want to take care of it. Uh, when are you, when are you dying again? I'll tell you, if you want an animal that was born to die, get a rabbit. Cause those things they're they were just meant to be food. Cause they're, they're not good. At oh, but they're so cute. That's not, that's okay. But they're, they're just, they're, uh, their teeth. You, you have to keep their teeth from like sealing over their mouth. When they oh yeah. Starve. We, Jim and knows. You, Jim knows too well. Oh yes. Yes. Shapoopy. <laughs> Shapoopy went nuts. <laughs> I told you the how cute Shapoopy was. Got the name Shapoopy, and then Shapoopy turned into uh, a rabid rabbit with the underbite. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And if their if their hay gets mold on it, then they get sick from that. It's like everything in the universe is trying to kill rabbits. It's the last part and of rabbit, watership and, down for all rabbits. And that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, what is your number three, George, for the aquarium? A rabbit. No, um, <laughs> rabbit that's herb. why they died. They're not supposed yeah. to be kept in an aquarium. <laughs> now you tell me, uh, no, uh, hermit crabs, uh, ah. little, little hermit crabs. You can get about 10 or 12 of them in a 30 gallon tank. Uh, but again, the more space you have for these creatures, the, the better. Uh, but hermit crabs. All right. My number three. Uh, oh, I already did my number three. It's a better fish. Better fish. Than <laughs> fish. Yeah. Number three is a better fish. All right. So we're on now to number two. He's determined Gr- to make that stick. Greatest <laughs> vocal of all time. An intro. What you got for number two, Joseph? I think this is. I think this is the most successful. I think it can be argued that this is the most successful song that we have on the list. Uh, it is from the 1992 The Bodyguard soundtrack. It's a remake by Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Uh, this is God. You know, this was this is a juggernaut. I mean, it's won every type of award possible. You know, uh, the idea that you know it was written in 1974 or 75. No, 74. I think uh, by by Make Dolly Parton. Your mind. I know. Uh, but basically what happened is uh, she was on set with uh, co-star Kevin Costner and they wanted to do uh, what becomes of the broken hearted, but it was being used in another movie, Fried Green Tomatoes. So Kevin Costner says, hey, why don't you do this song? And he pulls out Linda Ronstadt's 1975 version of the song. And so they go ahead and they they start doing it. And what's so funny about it is, is that uh, they were really questioning on whether or not to do the acapella part or not. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston that were like, no, we want to keep it in because of the time 
uh, they were like, hmm, not, and we're not sure it's going to work. Well, it definitely worked. And therefore, I got to do the lyrics. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go. But I know I think of you every step of the way. And then oh, it that's, starts that, out. That's a better Whitney Houston right there. <laughs> and I, oh, my God. This one was like crazy. Yeah. This one was like crazy. There, there's a woman in England. I remember this. That uh, that the police came There's into her house one. because oh. she had no, no, she was playing it. She played it like for three days consecutively. And so the police had to like break down her door to uh, tell her to turn it off. Why didn't they just knock on the door? I guess because it was so loud. loud. It was so loud. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine, though? I mean, it's a good song, but really? I mean, okay. I, just, I just imagine <laughs> whatever the equivalent of the United States SWAT team. Exactly. Gathered around, you know, this little house, uh, and this woman just minding her own business, enjoying this song, and you've got people rappelling down the sides of the building, <laughs> right. you know, bl- blues brothers style, you know, <laughs> all of this. <laughs> That's right. Stop. No more. And they just shoot up the the player, you know, you know, all this. That's the that's the body. The song still going on with the song yeah. still going on, right? In Turns out show. it was her neighbor. Yeah, still a better haircut than Kevin Costner in that. Uh, <laughs> so mine, uh, it's one of the first Beatles songs that had nothing to do with love. This is from Rubber Soul, 1965. Again, another album that Jim and I uh, have reviewed on. Uh, crispy coated robots listen to our radio program yeah. uh this is nowhere man so john lennon he was struggling uh with trying to come up with a a song for the next album uh and he was getting more and more anxious if you can imagine he had writer's block um when you when you consider all the songs that came after this album you know everything from strawberry fields to uh all you need is love and everything uh but uh Anyway, he, he just, he was sitting there and, and he thought of himself doing nothing and getting nowhere. And then uh, wait, uh, a song came to him and the whole thing kind of came in into a, a flash. And um, I remember I had heard the song for, for many years, but uh, remember a few episodes back, I was telling you about that animation course that I snuck into uh, down at University of Houston. Dr. Raymond Field. Yes. <laughs> yes. We we watched Yellow Submarine. And the moment that this song uh, came, the cartoon, Yellow Submarine, the animated feature, that this came on, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. And I will always associate this song with that moment that it was just, it, it was perfect. Um, just there was silence. And then the voice of of these three men, it, Ringo didn't harmonize on this one, uh, but uh, it just exploded into the room. Wasn't and, the little blue character Jeremy the Nowhere Man or whatever? Yeah, Jeremy the Nowhere Man. Yeah, yeah. You just you just ruined my entry. But uh, <laughs> two hours of mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I went to find out where the Beatles are going. No, you can go there. No, Jeremy. You know, there's a bunch of holes. Well, there's good. Go fall in one of the holes, Jeremy. He's a real. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot of mumbling in that movie. Thanks for, thanks for ruining my entry, but yes, the Marine, exactly. yes, there's a Marine over there. Well, George, what are you doing? Oh, George, hey, hey. 
Let's sing a song. Only a northern song. Nowhere man. So road to nowhere, nowhere man. Got all these nowheres. My number two comes from the uh, American answer to the uh, the Beatles. Um, it was a song written by Fred Fassert and recorded by the Regents, but the Beach Boys put it on their 1965 album Party, which was oh. an interesting album because they actually recorded it and a party. And that's why you hear in the middle of this song, the instrumental, you'll hear some glasses, some ashtrays. Uh, they just re- you know had a bunch of people over and played a bunch of songs. And one of them was Ba 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 Baran. Another terrible attempt by the Christmas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I prefer the other remake, Bomb Iran. Yeah. In yes. 1970s. Like I said, and then of course, you <laughs> know, yeah. have the, uh, if you've listened to this show, we talk about Welcome Back Cutter a lot, and Barbarino used it as his theme song. Ba, 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 Barbarino. Ba, ba, ba. And he did that crazy dance. But this one, you know, this one kind of, uh, uh, when it came off the party album, I guess they didn't really expect it to be a hit, but when people heard it, uh, released as a single and number 13 on the chart. Of course, it's like what George Joseph said, made parodies and, and been a part of TV sitcoms and Beach Boys. Barbara Ann is my number two greatest vocal intro of all time. All right. <laughs> and we move now to what number- happened at the end there? <laughs> that was, that was, you know, the all time. You have to be like, you know, you have to give it like some sort of narrator voice. I went, there. Where I was going. went into Heston I went more, mode. Yeah, I went more Heston than, I was trying, than, than Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> or Kurt Douglas, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is your number two uh, best life in an aquarium, Joseph? Wait, are we there yet? Yes, we are. Wake up, Joseph. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, I guess I'm thrown off because we're done with our list for songs. Uh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Ooh, we, of, uh, we are done. Well, no, we're, did, did you, oh, what was your number one, uh, Joseph? My number one? Yeah, was uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, yep. So Carry yep, On yep. Carry On was number one for me and for George. Yeah, right. so, so I'm saying we're done. That's why I was like looking at the list. I was like, oh man, we're 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 done. Well, hey, number two fish. I mean, I, I had Bohemian Rhapsody as 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 uh and then I will always love you and never been to Spain was the only honorable mention that I had from Three Dog Night. So I'm, <laughs> no, I've got my honorable man of Spain. That's a good song. That's a good <laughs> song. Uh I've got for honorable mention Renegade by Sticks. Oh my! That is a good one. That is a very good uh, one. This one, there's some music, and then the music stops, and then there's this great vocal, and then the music starts back up. I'm talking about Steve uh, Perry's from Journey, his solo effort. Uh, the song is "Oh Sherry." Yeah. Um, that one, I told you, seen all good people, nearly made it. Uh, you give love a, a bad name, and my other Beatle one was. Paperback writer. Uh, uh, that was my honorable mention too. Yeah. No one put up a uh, journey any way you want it. I'm kind of surprised with that one. I thought that would make somebody's list. I thought yeah, Black I, Dog was going to make it by Led Zeppelin. In all honesty, you know. I mean, George. That's kind of like the other song has a little bit of music and it just exactly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's and good. there's so, a lot of uh, of other great ones, but I I've learned not to anger the crispy coated robots. Uh, <laughs> you know, in the future about the, uh, you know, cause I, I could have easily tripled the list with, with so many things that I'm sure people are going to write us about and say, what about this? You know, well, are, are these yeah. songs that people actually know though, George, that's the question. 
Uh, mostly yes songs. Okay. More, more. <laughs> yeah. there, there's a, there's the some good are stuff. Falling down, falling down, falling down. <laughs> Thirty-two I'm minutes later, I'm gonna come across the table. <laughs> And I'm going to beat you. I see the forest in the trees and trees and the forest birds fly high. So, folks, the, the email. because it's true. <laughs> Shut up, Joseph. <laughs> the email to write to complain is crispycodedrobots at gmail.com. What about what? leave it? That would have been a good one. Yes. I can't yes. see. No. I would, that would, would have been on my list if I would have thought. What were I? I I would sing it, but you'd say they're talking about leaving the forest. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You best not sing it. Okay, yeah. so let's go. Let, let's go back to aquariums. Let, yes, let's go back yes. to number okay. two. Number two, just the safety of two. the aquarium. <laughs> number two is the pet turtle, and the reason why it's number two is because these bastards live a minimum of thirty years. <laughs> they can live up to a hundred years, so uh, <laughs> that's a commitment. You know, you can give. They're going to live longer than you, Joseph. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stallone has Joey this. It's like, forget it. The loans turtles from uh, Rocky are still alive. Cuff and link. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, these things live forever. They're great. You know, uh, turtles, they're fine with the aquarium life. You know, uh, you feed them. You don't have to feed them every day. Uh, they're super easy to take <laughs> care of. You don't, you really don't. You have to feed no, them like I four, I, five I times had, a week. I yeah. had little turtles growing up. My, my cousin's, uh, uh, Donnie and JJ. I named them uh, the the turtles, Donnie and JJ, and they even had a little slide uh, that they they didn't move fast enough. But if you thump them, they kind of spin down that slide. You know, I was six. Yeah, we had a turtle named Shelly. It was terrible. We let Shelly like kind of crawl around in the backyard, and then we let our dog out too, which was oh no. I'm and telling Rebel. you, every turtle's death. <laughs> that my Rebel pet did is, crunch down on the shell. It's, it's and not a natural it, cause here. That's not a natural death. The shell cracked. We had, we tried to tape the shell. The, do, the oh, uh, I love it. I love turtle was quick. probably the, in, Get some in oh. serious pain. Oh my glue, god! We glued, this, we glued the shell back on, but the tur turtle is probably serious. This pain. is where we get the letters. This and is when the letters yeah, start coming probably in. Probably died a lot, but we you know we we actually uh, tried our best. Yeah, the wow CCR banned by PETA. Thanks, they don't live in a shell like the little cartoons like it's a little house they are the shell yeah uh yeah. so yeah there's there's story. no coming back that that uh, is not r.a.p not laughing about and then that. rebel was reprimanded after that so oh. okay there you go man another controversial entry by joseph <laughs> <laughs> Uh, George, well, it, it wasn't two? until we got a murderous dog that you know, <laughs> has it two? out for these. Uh, my number two was some people call it beta. Some people call it beta. beta. Uh, <laughs> but mine was that okay. whatever the, the Siamese fighting fish. <laughs> my number two is probably the fish that everybody gets when they first have an aquarium. And it's oh, this is my number one. That's number, number one. one. Number, number one. one. And it's also from Prepage Farm. Goldfish. That's Prepage Farm. And everything that's right. possible now. We got pizza goldfish. Now, uh, the thing about these guys, 10 to 15 years lifespan. Oh, yeah. again. Anyone that has a goldfish never dies from natural causes. It's because you're a terrible owner. You're a terrible <laughs> owner. You left it in the plastic bag too long when you got it, wanted a party or something like that. Or yeah, it's awful, horrible. 
Well, that's the yeah. thing is that or, they need, or you took it out in the backyard yes, and, and let it swim, dog. and then Rebel Rebel Dog got it. <laughs> <laughs> or you put it in a tank with a beta fish. Beta and the goldfish destroy uh, but, that goldfish. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's such a uh, such a beginning thing, I and mean, everybody's so excited about it. Kids are when they first get it. So, and some y'all remember like at, at carnivals, that's right, win yeah. a fish. Uh, what a joke that was. Well, the problem with it is, is that a lot of people don't know that a goldfish requires like you need a big tank. Yes. You yes. cannot put them in a bowl. That's the, the number one killer of these things is that, you know, oh, they only last for a week after Rebel because the it's, dog. Yes. it's suffocating. It's suffocating because you put them in that small little bowl there. So educational moment for Crispy Cody robots. Do not do not put your goldfish in a small bowl. There you go. Don't even don't even go to the carnival, okay? Just don't All even. Right. You're not <laughs> so, so wait a minute. So we got your number ones are already done. Done. Yes. You're back to you, Jim. All right. So is there any honorable mentions for fish? You know what? I I I don't like snakes. I don't like spiders. So I said to hell with that. I uh, I, I <laughs> instead of mentioning my honorable mentions, I would like to take a moment and have Joseph talk about his saltwater fish experience. Well, my number oh. one, is, my number one. Is, oh no, it's, no, it's freshwater. Sorry, I thought it was saltwater. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm telling you, like I, I just watched the my work that a roommate of mine did with his saltwater tank, and I was just like, "This is ridiculous." This is, I mean, literally, like you have to clean that sucker all the time. It's so super expensive. Again, they look great. But I don't know why you would want to do this unless you could pay someone to do it. You know, maybe that's it. You know, maybe, maybe that's what we were missing money. You know? I actually uh, I worked for a guy, um, a, a president of a company, and he had an aquarium, a, sw- a saltwater aquarium in his office on the fifth floor. Uh, and, yeah, they actually had somebody come in uh, a company that yeah. would take care of and switch it out and. Uh, not switch out the fish, but, you know, do the cleaning and everything. And it was like every two weeks that they yeah. had to come and, and do stuff. So, yeah. It's like, it's like, there's that show out there that, that those guys that build tanks and all that. It's like mm-hmm. uh, Tracy Morgan, the episode of Tracy Morgan, he wants sharks in his house. So he has this huge wall size aquarium of sharks. And I was just like, well, if you can afford it, you know. Hey. It's just a bad idea on so many levels. Forget the cleaning. Just uh, <laughs> that's well, there, uh, my number one in there is a, a saltwater version of it to make Joseph happy. I'm going with the freshwater version. Thank of you. What, what Aquarium Co-op calls the feisty angel of the aquarium, and it is the angelfish. Uh, so uh, it is, I like the angelfish. The angelfish is a good one. Yeah, it's got that nice little the two little long things, and of course the the striped color of the angel the, the two little long things. I mean, it, I mean, the, coming out. Are you, like, are you trying to say fins? No, 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 not at all. No, if you look at the fish, George, you call me an idiot. There's two things that look like egg, the legs that come down, and then they're, they they form by right by the fish. They're not fins at all. So it's okay. Uh, what wasn't an angelfish in uh in in uh finding nemo yeah yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah so wasn't it one. voiced by the uh i forget the actor but he's got the really deep voice wasn't that uh, uh brad uh yeah brad yeah yeah brad yeah. Garrett, that's right that's right no one put fish called wanda fish in here which i don't know even know what that <laughs> <was>. <laughs> so there you go there's our there's our list of aquarium life 
uh, and classic rock intros. Now it's time to debate. we got three apiece, three apiece. Three apiece. Yes, so it's nice, pretty interesting here. Uh, does the hamster have a chance? I don't know. So I, look. you know, that really came out of nowhere, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, you know that because that led us down this whole non-fish thing. So I could I could throw a vote that way. I mean I'm, you know, they're I, cute. I could, they're cute, and they food, which also could be in an aquarium, right? So, oh no, that's a mice. That's a mouse. Well, that's a mouse. Know, <laughs> unless you have an adventurous snake. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sophisticated palate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are we going here? We have hermit crabs, weather loach, hamster, guppies, gecko, turtles, angelfish on the table already in goldfish. The beta or beta fish and mollies are in. <laughs> so, um, where we get where who, who makes it? Who the other two? What we got? Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna make a plea for the turtles just because I think yeah. we have a, a good story there and they do yeah, last I had, a long time. <laughs> I, I had turtles growing up, uh, as a six. I don't remember what happened to them. One day I came home and they went back away, home they or something farm to be yeah. happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They went to a turtle farm to be with. Okay. <laughs> so turtle. Uh, what, what else? We need one more guys. Uh, angelfish, gecko, guppies, hamster, weather, loach, scavengers, hermit crab. So we can either go with a crab or a hamster. If we want to go or a gecko, if we want to go outside the box a little bit. So if we want Out, to, outside the aquarium, outside yeah. the aquarium. Yes. Outside the glass box. What you got? What what do you say, I, Joseph? I, I I'm 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 good with either. I'm good with either. I like I like I like uh, the hamster. I like the gecko. I like the hermit crabs. Mm. So let's let's do the crabs. Hermit crabs, crabs, it is. George has crabs. But I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the joke. That's all I really wanted. I wanted the joke to go. I didn't want to make came it. Came up with crabs. So uh, that's that's all him. We're giving George the credit for the yeah. crabs. Yeah. So. Thank you. Uh, so let's move on over. So we have mollies, hermit crabs, betta fish or betta fish, goldfish, and turtles are in the aquarium. Now on to classic rock intros. We have Bohemian Rhapsody, Road to Nowhere, and Carry On, My Wayward Son are all in and some great choices to get in. Two more. What do you say, guys? We have Barbara Ann, I Will Always Love You, Killing Me Softly, You Give Love a Bad Name, Ain't No Sunshine, Seed All Good People, Know Our Man, and Lonesome Loser. Should we give it to yes for all the the uh, the, the uh, turmoil we've caused with the yes <laughs> on this episode? I see no good people turn <laughs> Oh, wow. yes, nice. it makes it. It makes nice. it. <laughs> or do we go just go completely and say leave it? He makes it instead of seeing all the good people. But that's <laughs> but leave it is like as George and I talked about in an episode. That's more cinema. That's more a different group. The it uh, actually is cinema. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> seeing all good people is the floop de loop. Uh, we're in the yes. trees. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like we're, I'm yeah. gonna come the across this term. table. The the official I'm term. Come across this table. Had like right seven now. openings that you opened up the album cover, and they had like trees and a naked guy standing there. So. Floop de loop is fighting words for George. That's Do right. not use those that's, in front that's of a, That's a trigger. <laughs> in the trees, there were the floop de loops. They they don't even have Rush has a song about trees. Not yes. Forest. Out of your mind. They do close to the edge, but that's close the to river. The edge of the forest. I shouldn't even. Find, I don't even. <laughs> we find the trees in the forest. All right. So. <laughs> See, don't give people. All right. 
<laughs> All right, so yes, oh we gosh. make it in. So we need one more. We have Lonesome Loser, Nowhere Man, Ain't No Sunshine. You give love a bad name, which I say definite no. Uh, Kelly Musella. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not supposed to edit it as you're reading it. That's not fair. That <laughs> pop a bad song. You know what? <laughs> wow. Better be careful because we might just gang up and put uh, it in. I'm telling you, didn't you say it was an honorable mention? Didn't you have uh, it as your honorable mention? Not, not mine. Yeah, but but I, I've got to be pure. I can't do it just because of that. Just because of the yes. Uh, unless like, he yes does revenge. it again. If he does it again, I've... <laughs> I won't, I won't do it again. We'll, we'll uh, okay. So uh, I think, I think if we're thinking about like, like just songs that like, right when you hear the vocals come out, you know, on it, I got to say nowhere, man, you know, because like where, where I hear that, I'm just like, that you know, too, but the Whitney Houston thing was such a uh, popular oh, yeah. moment that you, yeah. know, you really consider. I mean, I had it on my honorable mention only because I really thought you guys are going to put it on there. Well, I did. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was number two. I mean, I think it's between those two. If we go with it, uh, nowhere, man. And I oh, that's you. They're so You're different and so tormented this whole episode. By the yes and the, the all the tree songs. We, <laughs> okay, George, it's up to you because oh you no, make a pure. No. You know, yeah. I think about yes in the forest right now that you're so pure and so. Got <laughs> to make a uh, pure choice just based upon you know what you think is best. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, these are so. They're such different songs and invoke such a, a different uh, emotional response. Or don't give us the long uh, distance run around or the roundabout. We want to know. Come on, tell us. All right. I'll see you all right. Stop that. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to go with nowhere, man. Um, just his uh, choice. What a big surprise. Come on. Well, yeah. Wow. That, because the now song, that we haven't talked about the Beatles before, <laughs> but the, the song, like I, I mentioned, it was a departure from all of these love songs. Even the song help was, it, it could be considered a, a love song. Uh, and, and this, they really start kind of broadening pop music where it's not just, you know, I love you or I got dumped by you type type song. Uh, so nowhere man is, is it for me. If I'm if I'm making the choice, now guys, do you still want me to make the choice now that you know that it's going to be uh, all letters go to George at Crispy Cutter Robots? For no, a good choice. Choice. A good I will gladly take it. If if you're complaining about nowhere, man, I, I will I will hit Jim. I will come across the table and oh, hit no, Jim. You will not do that. You will not. Do that. <laughs> all right. So here here's what we end up with, folks. Bohemian Rhapsody, which I don't think was a surprise to anybody. Uh, Road to Nowhere, which I was pleased. I I, I love that uh, we we got a Nowhere song in there. And then Nowhere Man, when when you get to the end of Nowhere, there he is. He's standing there. Nowhere Man. Uh, Carry On My Wayward Son. Well, there's a little bit of a theme here with all this. And then, of course, Seen All Good People. I've seen all good people turn. All right. All right, Tom. Okay. Thank you. Thank Tom you, wants Tom. to get yes in there. Bad. So. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, he'll play the whole thing if we let him. Uh, for aquarium life, we've got mollies, hermit crabs, betta fish, beta fish, <laughs> uh, goldfish, and eking by, gonna live forever, turtles. 
Well, Unless uh, you have dogs. <laughs> there is a connection to the aquarium and also the band. Yes, they had a song called The Fish, Scandalaria Prematura yes. on the album Fragile. So that, yeah. is, that is true. That's a, a great bass solo by the it, late uh, Chris Squire. Yes. It lasted like 23 minutes. I think it's the <laughs> shortest track on that. <laughs> I see the trees. All right, stop it. Stop it, guys. The forest, I see the sky. <laughs> 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 Do you see the trees? Love it. Do you see the sky? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's end this show. Right, let's go ahead and shoot this thing up before we go into another yes song. Uh, uh, all right, so crispycoderobots.com is where you need to go for all the information on the show and where to write us uh, if you have complaints about whatever we said or if you're a Yes fan and want to get mad at me and send complaints. It's crispycoderobots at gmail.com. That's, the, um, that's our uh, email address. Okay, so George, you got the, you want to shoot this thing up? Yep. Right here. And right. Any final words from anybody before George does his final line and we don't interrupt yep. the Yes song? Yeah, uh, I know you're. I know you're gonna do. I see you, Jim. I see you motioning to Tom. I mean, I I see you're right here. <laughs> anyway, I don't. Yeah, I see him laughing. I know he's gonna do it. <laughs> anyway, I I, I, I I don't even know why we have this this end thing. Anyway. All right, all right, and remember. There's always to the hunting sky in the sky in the sky in the sky. Do you see the forest? <laughs>